Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. Appreciate you joining me again today on our chapter day journey, which is in 1 Kings chapter 12. It was verse 8 that resonated with me this morning. It says, but Rehoboam rejected the advice the elders gave him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and were serving him. Today's podcast is entitled Generations. When I was a young man, I had all the confidence in the world. (laughs) I probably had more than I should have. I had an intense belief that I could do anything to which I set my mind. I didn't even question it. The only question is what it was to which I would set my mind and my heart. I was three years old when Neil Armstrong stepped foot on the moon. And for my generation, I believe there was a certain anticipation and belief that we could shoot for the stars. Our grandparents, well, they were the greatest generation who grew up during the Great Depression and gave their lives to save the world from tyrannical evil in World War II. Our parents' generation put men on the moon. There was no limit to what our generation could accomplish. In those early years, I don't remember having much, I would call, anger or animosity toward the previous generations, other than what I perceived to be their blind obedience to institutions and to institutional traditions. I mean, I was an obedient, good kid for the most part, but I bucked traditions that I found silly and void of any tangible purpose. By way of contrast, our daughter's childhood and youth were marked by September 11th, 2001, and a post-9-11 world that followed. Taylor was 11, Madison was not quite 10. Now in their 30s, I look at their generation and find them to have a very different mindset. My personal observation has been that they've largely rejected the faith and belief systems of previous generations outright. Despite being arguably the most affluent and privileged generation in the history of humanity, theirs is a pessimistic and cynical worldview of a world made perpetually evil by the previous generations and their belief systems. An assuredly apocalyptic future from any number of doomsday scenarios, from climate change to capitalism, and their conviction that only they can change the world and save it for subsequent generations. Yeah, generations are fascinating. In today's chapter, Solomon's son Rehoboam takes over his father's throne. And I couldn't help but think through the experience of the generations So let's think about this. Generation number one, David. David has an incredibly difficult journey to the throne. Despite his early victory over Goliath and popular acclaim, David's life was was hard. He lived as a mercenary in the desert with a price on his head for well over a decade. He's a middle-aged man by the time he ascends the throne. He earned the kingdom through grit and faith and perseverance and conquest. And then we get to Solomon, generation two. Now, David's marriage to Bathsheba and the subsequent birth of Solomon came relatively late in David's life and reign. Solomon was born into the wealth and power of the royal family, but he was relatively young 
when he ascended the throne and inherited a vastly larger and wealthier nation that his father had spent a lifetime building. Solomon enjoyed the heck out of it, but his excess, extravagance, self-centeredness, well, that came at a heavy expense to the everyday people of the nation. Let me get to generation three in today's chapter, Rehoboam. Now, from what we can surmise, Rehoboam never knew a difficult day in his life. He grew up not only in the royal palace, like his father, but he also experienced the wealth, extravagance, and excess with which his father lived. Solomon, well, he may have known privilege, but Rehoboam knew only privilege and fortune on steroids. When he finally has his chance at the throne, he has no regard for his people or his nation. He and his entourage of similarly privileged and wealthy friends treat the throne as if it's their personal golden ticket to continue their extravagant living while using their power to lord themselves over others. Hmm. Well, in the quiet this morning, I ponder my place in the great story from a historical and generational perspective. On one hand, I feel humble in accepting the reality that generations are often unwitting products of the generations before them and the circumstances around them over which they have no control. On the other hand, I find myself desiring to not be fatalistic about the differences between generations, but rather to try and help other generations with the wisdom of experience on this life journey. But ultimately, you can't control whether another generation will listen to or accept that wisdom. And the elders who tried to speak wisdom to Rehoboam, well, in today's chapter, they learned that the hard way. Hope you have a great day, my friend. See you back here tomorrow.